Welcome to Low on the Go, a podcast about all things on the go. This podcast will start off mostly in the travel space, but I'm definitely not trying to niche down too hard too fast. My goal is basically to encourage a life full of energy, exploration, and adventure. And honestly, I want people to feel a little less alone in the world. However, all of this may look in podcast form. I'll be talking about travel, on-the-go recipes, and taking care of your brain. So yeah, that means some mental health shit. And probably more. A little about me, I'm a 20-whatever-year-old who has traveled to just over 20 countries and has lived in four cities. I've learned a ton about the best way to pack for airplanes, how to travel cheaply but still be bougie as fuck, and I've met a lot of people along the way who know a lot more than I do, and thank God they've offered to be on this podcast. I hope you listen and leave feeling inspired and equipped to take risks, chase your dreams, and stay on the go. Until next time, XL Low. everyone so i am on a train from italy to um salzburg in austria and the audio quality of this might not be the best i have a mask on i'm on a loud train there's a lot of people i tried to record with airpods it just didn't really work so hopefully this works um at first i was kind of nervous about the audio quality like you know, it has to be crystal clear and everything, but this is real life. I'm literally on a train right now, and I want to talk about the your rail pass, the interrail pass, depending on if you're from Europe or outside of Europe. I believe that uh, non-Europeans get the Eurail pass and Europeans get the interrail pass. Interrail pass might be a little bit cheaper, but all of Europe basically is connected by train um big cities you know paris copenhagen rome madrid but also smaller cities like skio in northern italy where i just visited my friend um and that's really amazing it makes it really easy to travel around europe and if you want to do this um uh, by train you can uh, most of Europe is also connected by bus. It just usually takes a little bit longer, um, but sometimes it's more direct, and uh, so it's usually cheaper. But I want to focus on the Eurail Interrail Pass today. Um, there are multiple countries that are involved in Eurail and Interrail. I believe it's 33 different countries that you can travel to if you have this pass. And just a disclaimer. Um, and I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I might get kicked out of my seat at some point. So if I stop recording and it's kind of abrupt, that's why. And I'll explain why that's the case. So the Eurail Interrail Pass is basically just a train pass that can get you by train, high speed or a more local train, a slower one, uh, to these 33 different countries. And there are multiple passes you can get. Um, I got a pass that lasts one month and I can choose seven days, which lasts 24 hours. I can use the train as much as I want within that 24 hours. So it's seven days within one month. And I think that costed me around 250 American dollars. Um, there are passes that are four days within one month. There are passes that are 10 days within two months, 15 days within two months. There are probably 10 different passes you can get. Um, there's also an unlimited pass, 
which is going to be the most expensive, but it's best for people that like don't really have a plan and are just kind of winging it, hopping on and off. Um, but if you are planning like a month long trip or a two month long trip and you have it planned out to the T, you know, you're going to start in Copenhagen and then on a day that you know you're going to Amsterdam and then on another day that you know you're going to Paris, you're able to um, sometimes make reservations in advance and you know exactly what days you're using so it can be the most cost efficient. And um, I would say that if you're traveling to multiple countries over a long or short period of time, a lot of different cities, or if you're just traveling for like a long time, that the rail interrail pass is a good option for you. Um, however, if you're just going to like two or three cities, you might be better to just like get a, um, a regular ticket or even to fly. Okay, so I'm going to continue on with more pros of the rail pass. Um, if it's the right option for you, it can be very cost effective and you can get, you know, long distance trains that would normally be hundreds of dollars as part of your rail pass which is amazing so it's more cost effective potentially especially if you're going far distances where a bus just takes way too long um, and flying might be a little bit more expensive that kind of leads me into the next point of um, the trains are very fast especially if you're taking high speed trains and like I said before there's kind of more like local trains that are a little bit slower and then there's the high speed trains that go really fast from one big city to another big city um, and the, the local trains kind of go from uh, like they go through big cities but they also go to smaller cities and, and things like that it's kind of loud right now sorry another pro is that um, you can take a really big bag and a really small and like a smaller bag and it doesn't cost anything extra like it would on an airplane so your baggage is pretty much covered which is nice um, another pro is that you can you can see the country from the ground and so if you're traveling through switzerland or like right now i'm going from um from northern italy uh kind of through germany into austria western austria and i'm looking outside right now and the mountains are beautiful it is an absolutely gorgeous like stunning 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 sight and um it's really beautiful in the winter time too especially if you're in switzerland um, so that's kind of like a, just like a cool experience. Um, it takes a few hours if you're going from big, from big city to big city. And you can read a book, you can do some work, and it's, it's really beautiful. It's like you can meet people on the train. Um, kind of leads into another thing. There's like, there's coffee shops, uh, like little cafes where you can buy coffee. And there's bathrooms which tend to be pretty nice. The trains do tend to be very nice. Uh, place to charge your phone. I have found that the Wi-Fi is very, very uh, not reliable. So I tend to, like if you need Wi-Fi, trains are not it. Um, but that kind of goes for any public transportation. I don't think that there's any like bus, train, airplane that I've found is good. I would say some cons. There's actually, there's kind of, oh, actually I'm going to go back to another pro. It's, it's quite flexible if you have the interrail pass because you can basically hop on any train. Um, if you have this pass and it's active, uh, so it's, it's flexible. Um, if, I mean, I'm, I'm headed to Austria, but if I changed my mind and wanted to go to Geneva, I totally could. Uh, and that is, that's really easy. Um, now some cons and honestly, the cons sort of outweigh the pros in some ways. 
Um, it's the flexibility part of it that is my favorite. Um, and the reason why I have it, because I can kind of like, if I, if I, you know, if a train is booked to one place, I can just go somewhere else. Um, which is kind of cool. But getting into reservations. So I'm going to try and explain this the best I can. Uh, with the rail pass, there are some tickets that are uh, reservation based and some you don't need a reservation. Now, this usually works in your favor if, if it's not, a, if you don't need a reservation, it typically works in your favor because it's usually um, free. There's no like surcharge, which I'll explain that. Um, and usually during off season, so not during the summertime, uh, there are, are seats available and you don't need to get a reservation. In fact, you can't get a reservation if there is no reservation required. Um, that being said, right now I'm on a train to Austria, but it's during Oktoberfest and this train goes to Munich. So this train is fully effing booked and I can't get a reservation. So I'm kind of seat hopping. Uh, most of these seats have reservations. So I'm technically in someone's seat right now and I'm just crossing my fingers that they don't show up. Um, and this view is insane right now. Just quick side note. And if they do, if they do show up, then I'm basically like stuck between like train cars just sitting on the ground, which is fine. But I'm going to be on this goddamn train for five hours. So I kind of want a seat and I paid for it. Like I paid for this pass. So that can be kind of frustrating. Also along the same lines. Um, oh, I should note though that that doesn't really happen terribly often it's just like during the summertime when things are really busy especially if you're in like spain south of france and portugal and italy um but like if if you're just traveling like not during the summertime or not during a holiday like oktoberfest then it tends to be okay um another con is that now this is specific to portugal and spain from what i found for the, re the seats or for the trains that you need a reservation for, like it literally requires a reservation. You can't get on the train if you don't have one. Um, you can't book them online. Like you literally cannot book these reservations online. You have to go to the train station like that day or in a, or like a, a, you know, a day in advance and see if they have a ticket still available. So I'm going to give an example. Um, and again, this is just for Spain and Portugal. This was not the same thing in Italy or France. But I was flying from Mallorca through Barcelona to catch a train to get to Nîmes in the south of France. And this was in August when everybody and their mom wanted to go to the south of France. So, but even even though like Nîmes is, is a smaller city in France, it's super lovely, but it's not like it's not like you're going to Nice or Cannes or like somewhere that's that's super super touristy. Um, and it was on a Monday, so I was like, I'll be totally fine. Uh, but I couldn't check the availability for this reservation. So I get to the train station two hours in advance. I'm like, this is totally enough time. Kind of annoying that I can't book it online, you know. But um, I got to the train station in Barcelona, which is absolutely hectic, super hectic train station. And I, it's it's like, imagine the system for this is like the worst DMV you've ever been to in the States, if you're from there, but like 10 times worse. It's so chaotic. You get a number. I had to wait for an hour and a half just to hear from the woman that all of the high-speed trains, which are like three and a half hours from Barcelona to Nîmes, are fully booked. And my friends who live in Nîmes were going out of town after a couple days, so like I needed to get there um, so that I could see them. And so I asked, you know, hey, is the what about tomorrow? Fully booked. Train was fully freaking booked. And 
I couldn't have booked this any further in advance, even though I knew that I wanted to go to Nîmes from Barcelona, because you have to literally go to the train station in order to book this ticket. So there was no way that I could have done this with the interrail pass. It was super frustrating. Um, I ended up because that, okay, so that was the high speed train, um, and I couldn't get on it. So instead, I had to take. <laughs> this was the, this was the most like stressed out I have ever I have been on this entire trip. When I talked to the woman, she said I could take a local train from Barcelona to a city called Saber, and it's on the border of Spain and France. And then I would have to take another local train, and that would take like three and a half hours, and then I would have to catch another local train from Saber to Nîmes, and that's like another three and a half hours. So that's like seven hours of travel when I could have just got the high speed for, um, for like three and a half hours. So that was just absolutely chaotic. Um, also just the concept of like <laughs> go to the border and figure it out i even asked her i was like can you tell me if there's a train you know that goes from Saber to Nîmes?" and she was like nope you just have to go to the border and check and at this point it's like three in the afternoon and so i'm like kind of panicking because if i get to Saber and i i miss my train um it's a tiny it's like a tiny town i and it would be the evening at that point it would be you know six seven o'clock in the evening and there is no hostels i would have nowhere to stay and i i had no idea what to do so i called my friend brandon who's like the smartest freaking person i know he like speaks four languages and is just one of my favorite people in the world um i call him just so helpful so reliable was like okay Lauren, we're gonna figure this out um he said i have to like i have to get on the train to Saber, uh and then like I would have he found out that I would have like 18 minutes between two of the trains stuff like that so I should be able to make the one to Nîmes uh, 18 minutes is not a lot between trains especially if your train's delayed like a train being delayed 10 minutes is super common and in my case it was 15 minutes delayed and thank god it got caught up but um that's like another just kind of scary part honestly of or a little bit of like a risk at getting the rail pass is that like in Spain and Portugal specifically especially over the summer when everything is booked uh it can be really, really, really hard to find a train that has an, uh, that requires reservations to have an open seat um, for you to book, and you need to go to the freaking train station. Uh, and that's something that I, my friend actually told me, um, my friend Andy told me before I got the URL pass, and he said it was something that really like frustrated him and was like really annoying. He had to stay and wait in Barcelona, I think, for two hours as well. Um, but. Uh, and I didn't really fully understand until I got the pass and that happened. It all worked out, like don't get me wrong. There's usually local trains. It will just take longer to get there. And um, that's pretty much it. Now, a positive note of taking a local train is that, like I said, it's like pretty much always free. So the train from Barcelona to Saber and Saber to Nîmes was free to me. Not free, but it was like included in my interrail pass. However, this was something that they don't tell you about the Eurail and Interrail pass that I found before you get it. If you're taking a high-speed train, there's typically a surcharge. So if I were to take the train from Barcelona to Nîmes at a high-speed train, I would have to pay for my Eurail pass, and then on top of that, pay like 15 euros, which in my opinion is kind of bullshit. Like, I get it, but I paid for this, like I paid for this train pass, and I feel that that should include all trains. Um, Unless maybe it's like an overnight train, which I'll explain later, uh, because that's kind of like a different level of accommodation. But um, it ended up working out for me. I didn't have to pay anything extra. It was it just took twice as long. It was kind of stressful. 
Um, but that's another thing to note. Again, Portugal, Spain, you have to book, you have to get this reservation um, at the uh, at the train station. Oh, and you would um, backing up a little bit to access your pass. You get an app, and when you look up, like, hey, for example, I want to go from Barcelona to Nîmes, you look it up in the app, and it will tell you if a reservation is required or not, as well as like what the price is. Now. This is another kind of frustrating thing about the app. If you book, let's say you book a train in in France, and in France uh, you can book it online. You don't have to go to the train station. It will say it's available on the app, but then you have to go to a completely separate website and um, and like pull up the uh, the train that you want, and it'll show you there that it's like not that it's if it's available or not and there have been so many times where i've looked up a train and i've been like oh my god this is perfect pulled up the website sold out and you need a reservation in order to go so i've had to take a local train take a bus something like that um and that's been kind of annoying okay this isn't really a con but like i said before if you get like the seven day pass within a month like you can travel for seven days within one month and you're not completely planned out then it can be potentially a waste of money so I've been completely unplanned in this trip, almost completely. Uh, I would say 90% unplanned. And um, I bought the seven days within one month and I have like three travel days left, but only four days left to use it. So that's kind of shitty. And I could have gotten a four day pass um, within a month and been totally fine and paid less money. So like, again, it's really good for people that are really planned if you get a certain amount of days within like a month or two. Um, if you're just kind of winging it, uh, getting the unlimited pass is great. Um, I have some friends that did that. They, they've really enjoyed it. So, uh, they just, they can travel as much as they want, hop on and off as much as they want, um, until the date of expiration. One other thing, just like a couple things that I should note. One is that, uh, the URL pass does not include the Metro. So like if you're, if you're going, um, to Paris and you're taking like the local metro around the city your your rail pass like it does not include that it's only traveling from like a, a city to another city um another thing is that I like recently learned is that your rail apparently has a sale of like 50% off and it happened in May of this year I did not get this 50% off but like my friend uh my friend Reese who has the unlimited pass he got his pass for like 50% off which means he spent like what 400 quid 400 euros whatever around that on the pass which is such a good deal i um it's it's an unlimited pass i think for two months and i got mine seven days within one month and it was 250 dollars full price so i did not but look out I, I think it's in may around may check out for that um what else oh also another thing to note about trains which i've never done this but it's definitely on my bucket list i for sure want to do it is uh you can take an overnight train so these overnight trains have they're they're super fast they're like bullet trains they have little bed compartments um kind of like hostel vibes where there's like four beds within a little cabin compartment chamber thing um and you just sleep in them while the train goes from a city to a city so i mean it's long distance i looked at doing it from venice to um to uh, where am i going to salzburg um and there aren't there weren't any transfers it was just like seven hours through the night which sounded super cool to me um you sleep on the train you get like a proper bed and um yeah i i 
if, you, if you're like typically spending a lot of money on accommodation uh, or you're going to like an expensive city, it can be a great way to save money and save time um, because uh, sometimes taking a train overnight is cheaper than staying in like a hostel or Airbnb or, park, uh, or a hotel or something like that. Um, so it's kind of a way you can like sleep on the train. It's kind of just like a cool experience and, um, you're spending your travel time sleeping. So, uh, I think with my year rail pass, um, looking at how much the train cost, cause it's, it is an extra cost, which I understand because you're like getting a bed instead of like a chair and you do have to have reservations for that. Um, it was an additional, I think, 47 American dollars, which is around 47 euros, um, a little bit less than that in pounds. Um, and that is like kind of the surcharge. That's the extra charge. Now, if I were to do this uh, without the URL pass, I think an overnight train would cost closer to like $150 from what I looked up. So pretty good deal. I might try to do it later, but um, that's kind of another just like cool, interesting, unique option. It gives me like Harry Potter vibes. One other thing that is kind of a con with these trains is that um, oftentimes I've found that I've needed to transfer more, especially in short distances using a train over a bus. Um, and so, for example, I went to the Cinque Terre, which is around a three or four hour drive from Milan. And I was trying to go back to Milan from Cinque Terre and to take a train would take around the same amount of time as a bus if not longer because i would have to train from the Cinque Terre to genova and then wait and then go from genova to milan and um that just wasn't worth it it was more expensive trains are usually more expensive than buses by the way but if i took a bus it was cheaper it was like 15 bucks and it was direct so i didn't have to transfer i didn't have to get off the bus i could just stay there until i got to milan um, so yes, oftentimes it is, um, there are more transfers when you're taking a train. So you're going to have to get off the train and get onto a new one. Um, and that's again, specifically for like those, those shorter trips. I found that it's best to take a bus or a blah, blah car. We'll do a separate episode on like different methods of transportation in Europe. Uh, yeah. So... If you're going, but if you're going long distances where driving a bus would take like 12 hours, even if you do need to transfer, oftentimes it's better to take a train because the trains are just so much faster and, um, and you can just get off the train for however long the transfer is and then get back on and go to your destination. Um, that is what I'm doing to get from Italy to Austria. I do have one transfer and it is in Germany but it's way faster to take two trains than it is to take the bus, even if the bus is direct. And sometimes you do have to transfer the bus. Okay, another quick little negative about the URL that I just discovered. Before I said that my train ticket from uh, the north of Italy to Austria was free because in the app, it just said that conditions applied. I couldn't have a single country pass, which that's another important thing to include actually. If you're planning on just staying in Italy, for example, and you just want to go around uh, different cities in Italy, you can get a pass, a URL pass, just for Italy. And that's going to be way cheaper. You can do it for Germany. You can do it for, I think, pretty much any country um, that participates in URL. Um, that's just an aside. But um, 
on the app it didn't say that there was any sort of supplement or like extra fee that i had to pay but when the conductor just went around and gathered everybody's ticket which you you just get your your ticket um on the app uh he said that I needed to pay a supplement like here on the train, which again is like such bullshit because they don't disclose that in the app. So for second class, it was 10 euros and for first class, which is just a little bit nicer, um, it was 15 euros. And it's not the end of the world, but I just wish that I would have known that. And usually the pricing for that is available on the app, but for some reason for this train, that just wasn't the case. So I did end up needing to pay extra and that is all. Um, these are some of the pros and cons of the Uriel Pass. I definitely have a love-hate relationship with the Uriel Pass because the pros are really good when it comes to flexibility and the cons are kind of bad when it comes to um, just like level of comfort and the fact that you can like get kicked out of your seat, um, how much you have to like run around in certain countries to like get to to get tickets to like different places and stuff like that so it's flexible in certain ways but in other ways it's very very inflexible so i hope this helps especially for people that are like trying to backpack europe all of this can be found on eurail's website that's e-u-r-a-i-l if you look that up or if you look up interrail pass it should come up in google super easily so budget it out plan it out check what like the cost of a train would be um and a bus and an airplane and things like that uh and if it's way more expensive to um to buy just like a regular train ticket than it would to you know just like get the year rail pass and kind of wing it then or and really really plan it out with the year pass and do it um yeah that's it there's more people getting on this train and i might get kicked out of my seat so i'm gonna wrap up this episode hopefully you guys can hear this and i really hope it helps let me know if you have any questions on the real pass i'm your resource all right big kisses gros bisous ciao bye